welcome to another episode of The Novel Society. Oh, it sounds solely and so sophisticated. I love it. I love it. I know. Yeah. Did you like the I way did, I said actually. it? It's very, nice. like it's very nice. I think I got smarter just from you saying that. More brain cells. <laughs> oh my God, stop. <laughs> stop it, stop it. I just added a little bit of dance on the top, you oh know. Like a pop. <laughs> uh, please do not forget to rate and review. We have new socials, so make sure you follow us at the Novel Society Podcast. Yeah. Thank you again for joining us where we're continuing our read of Trash by Lexi Ryan. <laughs> wow. Shit. We went there. It went there. Damn. Yo. I'm sorry, Lexi. I did not I see that coming, yo. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. It's a no for me so far. Damn, I did not see that coming. You know what? I feel you, though. Was that too savage? She's making Farah seem very smart, yo. She's making yeah. Farah seem like the smartest person it's, in the room. Yeah. And it's, it's, hmm. I was just telling Ash, I was like, I can't believe we're going to record these damn chapters. About these chapters? <laughs> I was like. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. I'm embarrassed for her, man. I got that, what they call it? <laughs> secondhand embarrassment? Is that what it's called? I, yes. That, that's what I got. Like, I, I started reading another book on top of this book. I'm just like, I can't do it. <laughs> just because of it? Yep. That's when I, that's literally when I get the most, like, reading done. If a book is not living up to my expectations and we have to read it for the podcast, I'm like, fuck this. And I go read something else. Yeah. I don't blame you. Oh, same. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Wait, what are you reading? King of Wrath. Oh. By Anna Hong. I've seen... So I know this. Is, I've seen a lot of TikTok reviews about it, and people were like, "This is so good. This is such a good book." And I was like, "Ah, whatever." So I picked it up. No, that book is fucking good. You like the slow burn enemies to lovers situation? It is giving me all of it. All of really? it. But is it really burning? Yes. You know when they say slow burn and they barely kiss, and you're like, "Bitch, you just had me all hyped for no reason." Oh no, no. But okay, so like with this slow burn, there's like I've gotten to certain points where. They have kissed, but it was an unexpected kiss. Everything before then was very much tit for tat. She said sarcastic remarks and he would reply with some sarcastic remark. He was being a jackass and she was being a bitch. Like they were going back and forth. And then they did something where they ended up kissing unexpectedly. And both of them were like, oh shit. And like- The flames, flames. Now I'm in that, <laughs> I'm in that section of both of them not really knowing- what to do with each other because now they have kissed, but they're like, mm. but we can't be together. So it's very much like, oh, I like it. I like it so far. I get you. Well, I I don't know, but okay. I'm, I'm gonna read me I a raunchy ass book after this. Say that. I also have one of those too. <laughs> I can't wait, bro. Yes, I was. <laughs> okay, so I started Broken Bonds mm-hmm. that everybody's uh-huh. been mm-hmm. raving about. It was that good. So I finished it. I'm actually on the second one now. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> Listen, I. I I gave it a I gave it a, yeah. a three point five, okay. not quite a four, just because of uh, it dragged a little bit, mm. mm-hmm. and I felt like we could have got to the end result a little bit quicker. But I'm I'm not gonna say it was bad. It, wasn't it was bad. still entertaining. I actually enjoyed it, which is why yeah, I'm reading the second book now. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, we can get into that later. Um, back to this dumb bitch and her band of misfits. <laughs> Chapter six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, the first note that I wrote was that if I had a quarter, if I, not even a quarter, if I had a dollar for every time this bitch says, 
oh, I'm just a human girl. I knew, what I was gonna say. I knew that was going to be the first thing you were going to mention. I knew it. Bruh. Because every time I heard it, I was like, Morgan's going to tear it's her apart so... for this. <laughs> it's so repetitive. It and you're not even human anymore. Like, what do you mean? is like looking at her mm. like, bitch, just, bitch. just stop. Just stop. It's, we're done. We established this. Right. You fade like, now. We did. We established it. We went over it. We already said, stop feeling sorry for yourself and, and play the fucking game. You chose him. That's it. You chose him. Right. And suck it up. That was your dumbass decision. Exactly. Nobody told you to choose him. Nobody told you to choose anybody. Oh my God, right. Yes, thank you. No one told you to do anybody. You did that on your own. No one said you had to bond with anybody. That was never, ever mandated. Finn literally said, good, you shouldn't bond with anybody. Yes. There you go. Which caught her by surprise. And then this bitch turns around, but I love him. I love Sebastian. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I'm... Again, done with her before the chapter even <laughs> fucking starts. <laughs> um, some important stuff. We learned that even if Sebastian sits on the throne, his mom would be willing to go to war with him over what she, she a wants. greedy, hungry bitch. Which I found really fucking interesting. Right, because it's like she's been mm-hmm. doting on him and like loving upon him this whole time. You wanted him to sit on the throne this whole time, but now you're willing to go to war with your son? Because all she cares about is power. Yeah. Basically. She's power hungry. That's, that's just insane to me. Like, it's like her her personality, don't it's, it's not making sense. But then maybe I wondered, like, I know that they explained the story of like how Oberon, you know, fell in love with a human woman and all this other stuff because he got stuck in the other stuff in the other side. But like, maybe this is the reason why he never got back with her. Like, cause he didn't make it back, but maybe the reason why he just never married her afterwards was he realized, oh, this, this chick is power hungry. Like, I can't, I can't deal. And then that would also give a reason why she had no problem killing him the way she did. And she had no problem cursing the court the way that she did. Like, yeah, yeah. nah, she's, she needs to die. That, that would make sense. It's just like her, her personality seems like two sides of a different coin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. When it comes to her son. Yes. Yeah. And then how she'd be willing to just so easily flip right, on right. him. So that just, I don't know. I mean, I get it. It just didn't sit right with because me. Because there wasn't any indication that that's how she was in the first book. Yes, exactly. And that's the problem that I'm having. The connection. Yeah, there's no fucking connection. Lexi. It feels like a different book. It doesn't feel, it feels like a companion novel. Right. Not like a sequel. Exactly. Like you have the same right. characters, but the personalities seem to have flipped almost where th- this wasn't the character we were reading about in the first book. Intentions have changed. But the thing is, is like, if you plan to do that, then show a little indicate, like plant seeds. Do you know what I mean? Like show a little bit of that here, show a little bit of that there. So when it does happen, we can like turn around and be like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I can see how that happened. You know, there was there was an indication here. Very slight, but it was still there. There was maybe a, a drop here. Very slight, but still there. But yeah, that that does make sense. At this point, too, Misha says that they still need her to unite both of the kingdoms. Oh, nobody need her. Which I'm just like, <laughs> you could just kill her and be done with it. <laughs> that's the solution at this point. And he's like, I don't even know if that's a safe option. Which also I want to talk about when we get to that point, when they have the mm-hmm. meeting. Okay. I My question is, if she wants sin, sin, if she wants sin, if she wants Finn to sit on the throne, does she have to kill Sebastian so that the crown transfers back over to her and then bond with Finn to give that to him? 
It's a really good question. Like, does it will that work if she's Faye? I was thinking that because I know they said that they were trying to figure out they were trying to figure out how it was going to work while she was human. But I feel like in this case, she'd probably have to just die. I was thinking that. But then my question to that is, she's bonded to Finn. So what would happen if she were to kill him or if he were to, to die? What what does the... You mean she's bonded to Sebastian? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she's bonded to Sebastian. So my question there is just like, what happens with that? Do you know what I mean? Is there some type of re- repercussion? He said, even if you tried to break a bond, you could die. Because she asked about that. I know, but I'm taking that. But she asked to break the bond, which means that they're both still alive in a sense. I guess my question is like, what would happen if one of them died? Mm, it'd be a transfer yeah. of power. She'd get it all back. You think it would be that easy? That's what- that's, oh, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm thinking because that's why they wanted her to die in the first place. I see what you're saying, that something might happen to her if she happened to survive and Bash didn't. Right, exactly. Like, what would it, what would it take for the price, for her to pay the price? What would it take? Or is his life sufficient? Mm, okay. Well, right. that's that's something good to keep in the back of my mind. You know, I, I was thinking, I was fiddling with the same thing because they said, yeah, join the kingdoms, the realm, but they're not meant to be joined. They're meant to be separate. Correct. So I thought maybe she was supposed to just sit on the throne by herself the whole time, that she never needed to bond with anyone. She had some way of gaining that power. Maybe she didn't find the way, but she had a different way to do it because she already had the crown. It's... The problem that I'm having is the breadcrumbs aren't following consistently, but Mm -hmm. maybe she was never supposed to bond with anyone that she had it all, was able to get it on her own, but she just never found the way. I just thought of something and maybe Lexi is a little bit more clever than I give her credit Mm -hmm. for. When Brie originally sat on the throne, the throne didn't try to throw her off and kill her. Exactly. Right. So... Maybe what you're saying is right. Like she does have some type of unsealy blood, whatever, in her. And she would have been fine. And Lark keeps saying she's going to be a queen. Exactly. So she didn't need to bond with anyone. She's, <laughs> it makes her even more stupid. I know. It's, it kind of does. Because if she didn't need it, there there was a third option. You know what I mean? Like there was a third option that wasn't, wasn't explored and wasn't talked about more in the first book. It's being coveted by someone. Yeah. The queen, perhaps? She's supposed to be the whole villain in this book, I guess. So I would I would assume. And that's another thing. We need more, you know me. I need more villain, more 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 fighting scenes, more conflict. Yeah. I need more high stakes. Right. I need these stakes to go up. Uh, killing me. They're killing me, Smalls. They're basically like, oh, she's really mean and she cursed, you know, the unsealy court and she put prison camps around for children. I'm like, oh my God, that is horrible. But also like, I want her presence of horrible. Like, I don't want to just hear about the shit that she's done. I want to see her being evil. Isn't that the funniest thing though? Like we, I think we've only seen, like in the first book, we we had like one scene with her and that was it. I don't think we've had other scenes really where Brie is confronting her and like, we really feel the the villainous person that she is. We haven't because the scenes that we've been seeing with her were in the palace where she was trying to impress yeah. her or she didn't have any contact with her at all. And yet this is the whole villain yeah. of this book. Yeah, I'm not with it. You know what I mean? Like she's missing. She's like missing from the book. I feel like she, and she could add so much depth to the story. I agree. We move on in chapter seven. Uh, they keep mentioning or referring to Queen Mab mm. and her magic and how her bloodline mm-hmm. died out. 
Um, but when Misha takes Bree to go meet his wife, I think Amira, yep. yep. Preetha's lover. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Messy. <laughs> A whole love triangle with siblings. That's the incestuous thing right there. Bro. Yes. I was like, I was like, <laughs> word. Um, but when he takes her to the stables so they can go and um check out the camps, there's a specific horse that has two stars on his hind yeah. side. And uh that feels weird. I'm just gonna say ass. He has two stars on his ass. <laughs> and apparently he's one of the last of Queen Mab's like horse mm-hmm. lines, whatever, like that. And they keep, they just keep mentioning Queen Mab and how her line died out. And then this horse is like the last of her, whatever. I keep thinking back to um, us talking about, like we just did, how Brie might have some type of like unsealy blood in her. Right. Could it be that she might be a descendant from Queen Mab? I Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't, they wouldn't mention her unless there was some type of connection. To someone. Especially because yeah. they're, cons- yeah, especially because they're consistently mentioning her. There has to be, that has to be the foreshadowing that Lexi was hoping for. Do you know what I mean? Like, here's the foreshadow of yeah. Mabe. They already mentioned um, stuff about. Wait, is it Mabe or Mab? Is it Mab or Mabe? Is it Mabe? Okay, I've been reading it as Mabe. Is, M-A-B- is it Mab? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Have you read really? M-A-B. I, oh, is yeah, it E in there? It. No. It's M-A-B, Mab. Mab, right? Mm-hmm. Call her Mab. Stop, you're going to confuse the listeners. <laughs> We apologize. This has been a consistent thing, yo. It has. Like, we finally got her to stop saying Omarion. Listen, his name is Omarion Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Morbius. We got it. That is his name. It. King Obi-Wan was killed by Sunny D because Sunny of her D, jealousy. Yeah. Sunny D. And that's what it is. So we also learned a little bit more about how evil Sunny D is. How she actually had the whole... Um, bloodline of queen mab killed yeah like even the babies she pulled a, a pharaoh mm-hmm. i was about to say prince of egypt she throwing them bitches in the place <laughs> she did, she did. no blood of the lamb is gonna save you today <laughs> i was like that's really fucked up right. okay um yeah and then they get to the camp where all the kids are that they rescued some of them still have like really really triggering effects from being at the camps in the... Well, I don't want to tell the camp. It's a settlement that they're at now. But they still have some really triggering effects from what happened to them while they were in the Sealy Court. Uh, I feel like... And I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like the most important things from this is that Bree sees for herself that Misha and Amira are trustworthy people because she's been kind of on the fence mm-hmm. about that. And she says that she's going to like begin to trust them and kind of like do as they ask. And then, two, the children that she goes to see are in some type of like coma. And it's almost the same thing that she saw in the dream with, um, what's her name? Mm -hmm. Mark. My thing is like, I'm trying to see if this is foreshadowing of what's to come. Cause in her dream, she said the kids all look dead, but here they just look like they're sleeping. So I'm trying to see if maybe like, this is where if some point, if at some point in the story, she's going to have a fork in the road where whatever choice that she decides, these kids are going to either live or die. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. Yeah. And, and, I, and you know how, it's just, like I said, the breadcrumbs. I mean, all we got right now is to be like... <laughs> the breadcrumbs ain't crumbing. <laughs> they really, they're not making a loaf. Like, <laughs> I want the whole thing. Yeah, I, I can't even get a slice. Fuck a loaf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 anything, anything's game right now. 
I hope that, I mean, the worst thing you can do when you have this much up in the air is for them to introduce a new character and they already have. And mm-hmm. thankfully we already, like he has a like, relation, you know, so that made it easier to like put him in the yeah. mix. Uh, hopefully we can clear some things up, but that's part of the reason why I'm like, I, I'm not even jiving. I can't. Yeah. Like you, you introducing these new details, and I can't get excited about them because I still don't even know where I'm going. Like, I, you know what I mean. Like, I'm still exactly. lost, so I can't even appreciate it. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know if you if you've seen this. I just watched a TikTok about it. It's like in the beginning of Twilight when Bella and her dad are waiting at the stoplight, and a big truck passes by, and there's no driver in the car. <laughs> Did you notice no! this? Is true? I just. <laughs> feels like it's just <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch the movie again I'm gonna have to go watch the movie again yes what that's what this book feels like it's just the car is going no driver no driver so we're like we're all in the back seat not knowing where we're going <laughs> oh shit struggle bus <laughs> struggle bus for sure additionally we find out that she can feel everything that those unsealed kids are feeling that's some queen power shit yeah so we're not that's like a very regal kind of power to me in my opinion no i was gonna say i agree especially because amira and misha tried tested it out and they were like well maybe you're an empath Mm -hmm. and she wasn't feeling anything from them but she definitely felt stuff from the kids that were from the unsealy court so with to me i'm like okay so she's connected to these Probably not just not just the children, but the entire unsealy court. That's mm-hmm. something that somebody higher up, somebody who's running the show should have. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of power that somebody who's king or queen should have. I feel like that's a power that she didn't gain. That's one she already had, but it was just amplified when mm-hmm. she became Faye. And she just got closer to that, like, that demigoddess, you know, that, 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 that that highness that they get when they turn Faye. Like, uh, and so that's not something that someone can give you. That's something that's bestowed upon you from, you know, mm-hmm. before, you know, the before, the before. So I don't know. I, I really feel like she had the ability to be queen on her own. But then if you think about it, maybe that, what if that that goes into that theory that maybe she's a part of uh, Queen Maeve's line? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then that would make sense. Like, what if that's a specific power that is connected to Queen Maeve's bloodline? Yeah. She's been in another realm all this time. So, you know, not, yeah. not the easiest she to find. Have known. Exactly. I think that's that's it for chapter seven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then chapter eight is a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Bro, I, I literally, I only have one note from that entire chapter. I was like, bullshit. Done. Basically, she kind of tells Misha that she's going to sleep, which is a fucking lie. She doesn't go to sleep. She ends up calling, I think it's Bakken. Bakken? Bakken? Wait, Bakken? Is it Bakken? Oh, shit. I thought it was Bracken. You added an R in there? Bracken? This fucking name is Doby. (laughs) Fucking Doby. She calls Doby. She calls Doby, and she like, oh, the funny thing out of this thing was, she calls Doby, she tears out a little bit of her hair, and he looks at her like, this it? Is all you giving me? Right, he's like, this is not. Enough. <laughs> this does not buy you passage, <laughs> and she's like, he got spoiled. Yeah, because he was, she was definitely ripping out like long locks chunks. of her hair, chunks. But like, so he ends up, she she ends up cutting out a hair as like payment for her. She wants him to take her to the Sealy Court to see Bash. Well, he's at the uh, Moon Court now, right? 
And when that went down, I was like, like, you ran away from him on purpose. What the fuck are we doing? Because she's stupid. Facts. Because she doesn't use her mind. I don't know. A bunch of different things. He just kept saying, I knew you'd come back. I knew you'd come back to me. And I was just like, mm, mm-mm, mm. I'm not feeling it. No. No. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like it. I also find it strange that he conveniently doesn't know what his mother is doing to those children. And he's like, oh, he knows. she told me that she was going to stop the camps. And I had no idea. I'm like, you're a horrible actor. And she's so <laughs> fucking stupid for believing that shit. She gobbles it up. Gobbles that shit up. Leave it up to Morgan. She would have killed him in the last book. Bro, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, and you know what? I would have been like, all right, great, Morgs. Let's let's go hide this knife. I'm going to take you where I'll help you out. Bro, the ni- literally the knife that he gave me to kill Finn right through the heart. You betrayed me. You deserve to die. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I honestly thought that that's where the book was going to go. Me when too. she like threw the entire castle into darkness. I was like, oh, this bitch is going to go kill this dude. He done right. did the biggest of betrayals. This is it. And she just ran away. It's not giving yeah. badass to me. She don't impress me. When she she reaches up behind his head and he thinks that she's going to kiss him and she cuts a piece of his hair off for Dobie. I was like, <laughs> funniest part of this book. Funniest part of this book. Thank you. She snaps her fingers and she disappears. Right. And he's like, Abriella, mm-hmm. where are you going? That was probably the most G thing that she did since this book started. Thank you. Facts. You get one point. One point for Griffin Whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we move on to chapter nine and Misha starts to teach Brie how to guard her, her mind and how to like put a wall down on the bond so all of his shit isn't impacting her. And I'm just like, oh, so according to Miss and Fury, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, it's it, like literally the exact same scene. I'm like, okay, which one of those came out first? Right. <laughs> Where was Reese in all this, my guy? <laughs> yeah, it was very much the same. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he tells her that Finn and friends will be visiting for a super top secret strategy meeting that they're supposed to be having. And uh, he would love for her to join. And she almost fainted. Misha playing with fire right now. Misha's like, I'm here for the drama. You know what? Misha right now is Helion. You feel like, because I feel like Misha right now is a Soriel. He has all the fucking tea. He has all (laughs) the fucking tea. And he just don't mind like spilling that shit like, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, I did it again. (laughs) So I'm also really liking him. And I'm thinking at this point, is he going to be a potential third love interest? I was just about to ask you that. He's changing to me. But is it bad that I actually don't want him to be her love interest? Like, I think he deserves better. He does. Of course he deserves better. We all know he deserves better. He does. Is yeah. it going to happen? No. But then a part of me is like, maybe he can change her into the badass she needs to be. I doubt it. That bitch is unchangeable. She's just super dumb. She's the problem. It's her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's all I had for chapter nine, unless you guys had something else. No. No, I agree with what you just said about it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we move on to chapter 10, baby, we get the reunion. The real fucking housewives. She said the real housewives (laughs) of the unsealy court. Here we go. Right. And all, all the girls are there. All the girls are there. Um, it's funny because Brie does make her grand entrance and Misha's like, oh, Sorry, Finn. I guess she is still here. Finn is pissed. <laughs> I love it. I love him. 
Because he didn't even try to hide that shit. He's like, oh, well, yep. Right, like big shit-eating grin on his face and everything. He's like, oh, I guess I I thought she left. I I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At this point, too, Bree refuses to acknowledge and make eye contact with Preetha. And Preetha's so sad. She deserves it. I I cannot stand this inner circle. Jalik is the only person that's keeping it real. He's like, I mean... You cool, but if we want to kill you, we're going to kill you because we need that power. So Facts. what's up, sis? Mm-hmm. But so is Kane, though. Well, Kane is very prominent about killing her. Kane's like, look, if we get rid of her, then we get the court back to Finn and shit. But it's, I'm it's like, like, and it, it's crazy because it was such a switch because at first he was like, oh, yeah, we need her to do this. And then like when she was injured, like, yeah, kill her, kill her. And then when he came here, it felt like he was flip floppy. Like at first when she walked in, he was like, oh, we're so glad to see you or whatever. And then as they got into the conversation, he's like, yeah, let's kill her. And I'm like, bro, like make up your mind. If this is supposed to be a reflection of like the inner circle. It's not happening for me. It's a horrible reflection. I don't like no. it. No. <laughs> Especially Preetha's fucking dramatic ass, non-Oscar worthy performance. Talking about, oh, Bree, we love you and we <laughs> miss you. And we're just so sorry. The last time I saw y'all ass, you wanted to kill me. Yes. I think that, okay, see, remember how we were talking about earlier, how there's like such a disconnect between the first book and this book? Mm-hmm. To me, I, it doesn't seem believable that Preetha is this upset. Yeah. I get that the mindset is, okay, we need Finn on the throne. Finn is the rightful heir. Finn can make everything better. I understand that logic, but like, I don't, it pisses me off that like, Preetha, the character of Preetha feels like she has a right to be that upset. There's such a disconnect for me in regards to these characters. Like, I can't sympathize with any, I can't sympathize with Kane. I can't sympathize with, with Preetha. I can't, it, it, it just makes me sit and be like, Ugh. Yeah, they're all just very, like, not well developed. Do you think that Lark knows a lot more than she says she does? And do you think that she has shared it with them? and? They're coveting details that maybe they haven't shared with each other because Misha is the only one from from what I've gathered is the only one who has told her they want to kill you for power. They can kill you for power, but I don't think that's a good idea anymore. I don't think that that's going to give them the result that they're looking for. That might make things worse. So I feel like there's people know things. And it's just not being yeah. shown, it's not being told for whatever reason. Yeah, like I feel like that's why that whole inner circle vibe is a mess is because maybe yeah. there's people are coveting things, you know, there's some sh- secrets right now, but it's not like Bree's trying to look for answers on her own either. Yeah. Like that's another thing that's bothersome. She's okay with sitting back and playing a victim or sitting back and being like, well, you didn't give me this information. You didn't try to help me out. You this, you that. But like at the same time, boast that she's such a badass character. She's such a, you know, a thief and like all this other stuff. I'm like, if you really were like that, if you really were this this type of person, then you would try to find the answers. And in regards to Lark, it was like insinuated that Misha and Lark are very similar. So it could be that maybe Lark has been feeding Misha information that and her mom and her mom too i wouldn't be surprised if she's shared things with preetha and preetha's afraid to share it with finn and vice versa but that's the that's where the disconnect comes in between what she's showing us exactly on the background like we're not even getting that yeah there might be more information that they know about that 
they're trying to hide from Brie or trying to protect her from. We're just seeing what the author is showing us this this one side. And it's not very like inclusive. And I'm just like that's the only thing that makes sense because if she's something to be killed, why had nobody got her locked in a dungeon right now? So I feel like they all know bits and pieces of a story that she's not a part of. And as we're reading, it looks so discombobulated because of that. I'm sure there's a method to the madness if you talk to them. Mm. There better be. <laughs> you know what? I'm struggling. You know what? I will. I will look into it and be like, if she's done an interview or if she has like a little written excerpt, Oh, I will look into it because there's just there's so many things that are missing and not clicking. Yeah. Like, right. I get it. You want it to be a mystery, but bitch, it's too much of a mystery. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> it is hard. So after the meeting or actually before the meeting even truly ends, I don't fucking know. It might be after. It might be before. At this point, I just skipped a couple of lines. Brie goes upstairs to her room where Finn is already waiting for her. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> and um, he says that he's going to be joining her because she's going out to the settlement again to see the kids. That's where we end chapter 10. I am wondering, though, or two, if the majority of her feelings for him is connected mm. through the power that she has. Like if she's not mm. actually if she's not actually having these feelings on her own, if they've just connected because of the power. That's a good that's a good, um, that's a good one. That's a good theory. Because it's kind of like when Favor was like, I don't even know if I can trust this because we're mates. So I'm supposed to feel this type of way. Like my body reacts a certain type of way to you. But I don't know if it's like because of the mating or because like I actually like you that I feel this way. I really hope it's the latter. Yeah. So what I hope is whatever friendship that they developed in the first book blossoms more in this book and then that develops more into a love you know what i mean because we already knew she was in love with sebastian she'd been in love with sebastian since she was a, a human and that's powerful yeah to be connected to someone on literally a spiritual level so do you have any predictions well based off what <laughs> <laughs> like no crumbs we None. can <laughs> Can can we just fangirl over Misha talking about the bond? And he was like, what makes you think I'm bonded to my wife? Yeah. She was like, but I thought. And then she was like, oh, never mind. And he was like, no. He was like, she is my best friend, though. He's like, we we close, but we had to do it. It was a business deal. It was best for us to do it that way. And of course, us being readers, we're like, okay, we've heard it that before. He didn't marry for love. But how he was just so casual with it. He's like, you know, we do our own thing. He was very nonchalant about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's like, I'm bonded, all right. But and not she, to my wife. But like, she really thought, she really thought that he was bonded because of the telepathic ability. Yeah. So she just assumed, oh shit, maybe me and Bash can do that. And when he was oh like, Oh my God. Nah. Yes. And he's like, I thought that you wanted him out of your head. She's like, I do, but you know, I just thought it'd be nice to make up your fucking mind. Make up your mind. But see, that was where I really, it's those instances that make me really like Misha as a character. I might like him a little bit more than Finn. Well, yeah, because he has more of a fucking personality. Mm-hmm. And he's more real. Like, he's not all dark and mysterious. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, that's, you need to talk, have an opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
He's like, I got an open marriage. I got telepathic abilities. I love my wife. She's great. But shit, I could do what I want back here. <laughs> I love my wife, but I could love you too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> We'll make it work. That's enough room for everybody. <laughs> Done. Done. Cut the fucking mic. <laughs> Honestly, if if we were to DNF a book on the podcast, this would probably be the one to do. I agree. I agree. I would be more than happy to DNF it and then move on. Oh, yeah. It's January. We got a whole year to live. I know, I know. We have so much <laughs> shit on the list. I'm like, do I really want to waste my time? And we got so much we want to do that we're excited about. Yes. I'm like, do I really want to waste my time with this? I don't I don't think so. But I think it's a good idea that we do read it. And even if we don't like it, because we didn't like Addie LaRue. Like me and Morgan didn't like Addie LaRue. <laughs> Where are we you going with it. this? Because. <laughs> but I loved it. But other people liked it. Like this is. This is what I'm saying. Like when we looked up Addie LaRue, it was like it was supposed to be this amazing, great book. And Stephanie liked it. But like we really didn't like it. And this is another example of a book that as Stephanie looked up, it said it had five stars. It was one of the best books of 2022. I want to know who the fuck. Who the fuck? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Me and Morgan, we're all sitting here. We're like, who the fuck rated this damn book? Now, could it be because it's YA? You know how the audience that's giving these ratings? No. No, because we have read five star shit that is YA. The Wrath and the Dawn no. was a five star book. Yeah, I'm not talking about the book being a bad book because it was YA. I'm talking about the ratings being skewed because they're coming from from different types of readers, you know? Oh. Maybe we're not the targeted audience. Maybe that's what it is. Well, who the fuck is? There's not enough information in the book to tell me who is. I'm telling you, teenage Ashley would have been like, fuck this book. <laughs> teenage Ashley would have been like, this is not it for me. Same. Teenage Morgan would have been like, mm, no, I'm going to go read Twilight. <laughs> right. I'm going to go pick up my comfort book right. again. I'm going to go reread Twilight and watch the movie and just kind of like chill out. This is not it. This is, I'm not feeling, it's not giving me vibes. Right. Exactly. Well, I guess we're continuing this steaming pile of shits. And- we tried, guys. We tried. We're trying. <laughs> We're trying. Hopefully it gets a little better. So the next episode will be chapter 11 through 20. 11 through 20? Or 11 yeah, ele- through 15? Oh, fuck. No, sorry. 11 through 15. I have to say, you trying to do a two-hour marathon Please, episode? please excuse my brain. I j- the, the, <laughs> the shit ain't shit. Bye-bye. Bye. It's like... Bye-bye <laughs> is taking all the brain cells. He is. He is. Mm, God damn. Three months. Three months. Ow. <laughs> you guys, thank you again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.